0: We should play other games other than Rocket League Ramble. You know, it can be like special episodes, like it's not just Rocket League. Cuz I feel like I feel like Smash, like when we play Smash together, we like talk about random things too, you know?
1: We talk about Smash when we Smash. Do we? Yeah.
0: I feel we talk about random things. No,
1: we talk about Smash when we Smash. I don't think so. I think we do.
0: I think I think we should try it. You know?
1: Alright, well, we're not trying it tonight.
0: Well, yeah. I'm just playing an idea. Smash is, no,
1: Smash is one of those things where we try it after we've established ourselves as Rocket League and Ramble. Well,
0: I say this is exactly the time when we should experiment. Hello.
2: Hey, Max. Hello, Max. Hello.
0: Um, I was just blowing this idea past John. What if there were, like, special
2: episodes
0: where we didn't play Rocket League, but we played, like, some other online game together and talked.
2: Well, I feel like it wouldn't be that special. I mean, we wouldn't be talking about anything different, would we? Well, Phil floated the idea of playing Smash,
1: to which my response was, when we Smash, we almost only talk about Smashing during the game.
2: Yeah, it's, it's, it's a bit harder to focus on other things during Smash.
1: Yeah, like, we have good conversations, but they're, like, in-between Smashes, and they only last for, like, 30 seconds when we pick our characters for the next one
0: but like i was trying to think of like other multiplayer games that we could do together
2: yeah i mean like i'm not i'm not tied to rocket league you know if we could find another game that we can talk we can chat while playing you know i could maybe i could maybe see pulling
1: off mario kart Mm -hmm.
2: oh yeah mario oh yeah mario kart can we do
1: mario kart online like i don't know how good it is but we could try it
0: if we're all doing like very mindless tasks in minecraft i feel like that might work
1: minecraft could yeah yeah minecraft could
0: work So I'm reading the man's search for meaning. It's basically a Holocaust survivor details his experiences in the concentration camps. And and he's like a psychologist. And so he's like trained with psychology and stuff like that. And so he sort of can like provide some insight into that sort of stuff. But there's a quote that struck out to me. If a man has a why, he can endure almost any how. I wanted to know kind of
2: your guys' thoughts on that quote. I don't think there is a why. I don't think that I, that question makes sense.
1: Are you talking uh, about a purpose in life or a more specific purpose?
2: I think it's up to like, the individual. Is it, like,
1: if the question is, why are you staying at this crappy job that you hate working at, the answer to that is could be, oh, because it pays really well and I need the money to pay because I have a kid on the way. Yeah. Right? It, like, uh, Max, I think you were looking at it as a more, like, meaning of life question maybe i'm wrong on that but that's what i got from your response yeah yeah i don't i don't think it has to be that obviously in terms of like the holocaust it is a meaning of life question but i don't think it has to be thought of that way
0: yeah i think it's i think it's sort of it can be sort of interpreted also as a personal like why are you doing this thing max what would you say you have a why right now no I no. don't
2: feel like... I don't know. I don't think about Not to... Yeah, not to, like, an overarching
1: question. Like, okay. you would have to be... You would have to ask a more specific why question of, like, Max, why are you going to put yourself in debt by going to grad school?
2: Mm-hmm. Right? Like, Max can uh, for that, I assume. Yeah, because I want a degree. Right? Want, like... Yeah. So, Max can go from, like... Why are you spending money on this thing? Well, because I want... Like, I want the thing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> right? But, like, like, if... Like, for Max specifically, there is no why are you here question to answer but mm-hmm. that doesn't mean there's no question that starts with why anyways like there still is smaller ones that like i assume
2: would keep him going
0: i guess then it's sort of like almost asking motivation too then right like what's your motivation for things
2: yeah well it depends on the thing like if because i you know if i'm going to grad school because i want a degree so that's why i'm doing that mm-hmm. I want a degree because i want to get a job as someone who does research and you need a degree to do that You know, Mm -hmm.
0: and I think I think it's it's also interesting that you mentioned it's sort of why I think about that because I think you're right and if because if you ask me for the meaning of life right now right I wouldn't really have a good answer either. No, but you would
1: still believe that there is one.
0: The thing is, it's interesting because if you say there's a meaning to life, right, like all life, generalizable, right, then it has to be extrinsic to everyone. I want to feel like my life has purpose almost. It's
1: but more than. You don't than... know what you want to do, so it's not going to feel like it has purpose. Exactly. Exactly. And that's sort of the struggle. Another thing I wanted to
0: mention, and I wanted to ask Max about this specifically. Um, but, uh, Max, today mm-hmm. in conversation, it came up that you mentioned that you were an atheist on the podcast, right? Yeah. Um, and my mom. She she was curious about that because she was like she, for her it was it was confusing to how anyone could be an atheist rather that they should be an agnostic because they don't know whether or not God exists.
2: Okay, right, sure. sure. And
0: so she she was like, well, atheists are saying God doesn't exist, and so it doesn't even leave the open the possibility of God existing sure. whatsoever. That's
1: actually an interesting point to bring up.
0: You know, and sure. so um, this sort of idea of like.
1: What are your thoughts on this, Max? Everyone well, is all sort right, of agnostic.
2: Phil, There's actually there is a there is a famous thought experiment that deals with this. Where it was, mm-hmm. if I feel if I tell you there's a teapot orbiting around the sun, and you say, "What? No, there's not. That's ridiculous." And I say, "Prove me wrong." You can't mm-hmm. prove that there's not a teapot orbiting around the sun. Therefore, you have to. You can't like not believe in the teapot orbiting around the sun, right? Mm-hmm. You have to consider both options.
0: Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and I was, and I was saying to that, like, because I, I sort of used a similar argument of, like, um, unicorns, right? It's like, do you believe in unicorns? She's like, no. And I'm like, well, you can't, well, couldn't you leave open the possibility that unicorns exist, right? And stuff like that. Um, And so, but the thing is, like, if there, if some sort of proof came out, which it won't, but if some sort of proof came out that, there is a god right yeah then would you do you think you would believe that
2: well if it were substantial enough for me like Mm -hmm. you know definitely if i die and then i i'm at the pearly gates i'll be like ah shit but (laughs) you know
1: (laughs) like you could counterpoint this at least somewhat by asking you to prove that there is a god because you can't so don't you have to consider the possibility that there isn't that's a good point john
0: well, but that's exactly Agnosticism is you're considering both possibilities simultaneously. No, because right.
1: you can I, th- like, I I'm with Max. Like it's it's the same way but opposite or flipped. I mean, you can can I think you can consider the possibility that there isn't a god while still believing in a god, much like Max can consider the possibility that there is while not believing there is a god.
0: I think the issue with my mom what she was saying is that she sort of I think she sort of had the impression that I Atheists say I know there is not a God.
1: No, atheists believe there is not a God. You can't possibly know. I think I think you don't have to know there's not a God to be an atheist. And I think Max would agree. You would just believe yeah. there isn't one.
0: Yeah. Like it came it comes down to belief, not knowing. Because we looked up the definition of atheist and it it was someone who believes that there is not a God.
1: Yeah, because there's no actual way to know, no.
2: But again, I would argue that Phil, are, are you familiar with Occam's razor?
0: Uh, yeah, simplest explanation is the...
2: Can I get a recap?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So if you're debating between two hypotheses, this is sort of a scientific and philosophical yeah. observation. If you're debating between two hypotheses, the simplest explanation is the most likely. Okay. And in the case of yeah. religion, atheism would be the simplest explanation. It requires you to make the least assumptions about what's going on in the universe. Mm. Um, which is why I think... If you're talking about it in terms of belief, it's a bit misleading because it does imply that you have to give like equal credence to both things. Whereas I don't think that's the case because you have to if if you are religious, you're making a lot more assumptions than Mm -hmm. if you're not. I think I
1: think the best way to describe agnosticism would be thinking that both are equally likely.
2: Yeah. Or at least on the same ballpark. I saw an interesting like logical um uh logical statement i think it was in one of cgp gray's videos Mm -hmm. where he says um if something can affect our world in some way Mm -hmm. then it can be measured and the logical uh the logical like corollary from that is if something can't be measured then it can't affect anything okay does that make sense so if you just think through that it like Logically. I very
1: much enjoy that as a as a scientific mind,
2: yeah mm. so the idea is well, a lot of people claim, oh, like you know spirituality God exists, but uh, it mm-hmm. can't be measured. well, therefore it can't affect anything because things that if it can affect things then it can be measured and observed. So if it can't be observed, it can't affect anything and and observed observed is in the broadest sense, right not like with your eyes or ears yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. observed by like any instrument right or like in any Mm -hmm. possible way yeah
1: like quantified or qualified in any manner
2: right so i guess
0: um and i'm trying i'm trying to think of this from like the theist point of view right because i I i'm not disagreeing with you but i think it would be interesting to to think about it how how someone might respond to this you might be be able to measure the effect but you couldn't you might not be able to measure it directly uh, my mind goes back to like the two d to three d example, right? And so in the two dimensional plane, right uh, a th- a three dimensional person might poke a pencil through the piece of paper or something like that, and then in the two dimensional sure, thing, sure. suddenly there's a hole, right? And we can measure that hole sure. but that doesn't mean we can measure the three dimensional person that
2: made that hole Does that make I sense? guess I bring this up, yeah, I guess I bring this up to push back at the argument that you know science and religion are compatible because religion just can't be measured by science. So therefore they can't contradict. Whereas I think like, well, if you're claiming that there's this intelligent entity controlling our lives, then like surely you must be able to measure that in some way or like observe it. Mm -hmm. See, but, but that's, that's not how I look at it either though. So
1: I, I believe in a creating power that like, start basically made the big bang happen and started the universe, and in that instant like made all the laws of the universe and whatnot and then at that after that point of creating it was just like and go and just doesn't do anything see that's actually there's actually a name for that Is uh,
2: yeah there's it's like the belief in a in a creator but one that doesn't intervene after creation,
1: yeah, that's basically where I'm at, so like yeah. would that not fit into
2: well, you it absolutely would because you're it. saying – yeah, you're saying that it – but but it also wouldn't affect anything. So like it
1: – Yeah. You know what I mean? It is consistent. It doesn't do anything. Yeah. But exactly. that, that power exists. And then if you wanted to, if that power exists, would you still believe in an afterlife? I think you can. I think you can justify believing in an afterlife while still believing in a creator that doesn't influence the universe in any way.
2: Sure. That also does imply that there is something about human consciousness that is external – to our physical selves, right? Which again gets mm. you into the argument where, if there is something external, can it be measured? The one point my dad
0: brought up with this, right? So I like Max. I like what you're saying with like the measurements, but like I'm wondering what you would say with like if, for example, a 3D person poked a hole in the paper, right? You can right. measure the hole, but you couldn't measure the 3D person itself, right? You
1: know? Okay. Phil, give me an example of a hole poked in our world by a god.
0: Uh, you could already make the argument of miracles.
2: Have you
1: seen one?
0: I haven't seen one, but there have there have been observations well, of miracles, right? Well, I mean, right? do you
2: not think that, like... You can be
1: skeptical about miracles. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah 100%, 100%. And for the most part, I am.
0: Mm-hmm. It's interesting because the Catholic Church, right? And, I, and by the
2: way, while we're talking about miracles, why don't we talk about, like, tragedy, right? doesn't that happen mm. just as often as miracles like extremely bad luck yeah why do we look at the miracles and say this is proof that God exists but we don't look at suffering and say this must be proof that God doesn't exist
0: well that 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 talks more about the the goodness of God um, rather than the existence of God right and so that's this this that's the problem of evil argument right that like if God is good
1: people people trying to justify the existence of God, can take anything that can't be reasonably explained by what we know and say there's something weird here.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's it's called the god of the gaps where basically anytime there's a gap mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. scientific knowledge you ascribe that to god. So, oh, the sun comes up in the morning. We don't know what causes that. It must be God or, Oh, mm-hmm. there's, uh, you know, tides and storms and thunder. It must be God. And then we find out, Oh, mm-hmm. well, actually we have scientific explanations. And now we're saying, Oh, look at all this stuff that's happening that we can't explain. It must be God. Well, maybe like hundred years in the future, we can explain it. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: but I just wanted to say like that. There's, um, like this is sort of, I guess, from a theist perspective, this is what people might say. And the thing is, from my understanding, and I don't know too much about this, is that the Catholic Church does have very sort of specific, like, constraints on what it considers a miracle. Like, it has to be sort of, like, immediate. It can't be like, oh, the tumor shrinks over time or whatever, right? It has to be like,
1: yeah, it would have to be the, like an the
0: tumor is there and suddenly it's not there anymore, you know? Um And so that's, again, that's not... Uh, I, And that's what I brought up, too, is this God of the gaps is like people thought people couldn't explain lightning. And so they were like, there's a God up there throwing lightning bolts around. And so it's possible still that that we just don't know enough yet. Right. Um, But that would sort of be an example that theists theist would say of like the pencil poking the hole. And I'm
2: always curious about the rules of the Catholic Church. Like when was the last time that someone was made a saint by performing miracles or something? Like, is this a common thing?
0: So the most recent saint, I think, to my knowledge, is Mother Teresa, or at least the, that's the most popular one. She was canonized a couple of years ago. And the, the rules for sainthood— Wait, it was only
2: a couple of years ago?
1: Uh-huh. Huh, that's interesting. Okay. And so, well, I don't because— think, I don't think you can be canonized if you're alive. I yeah, you can. Oh, okay, okay.
0: The, the rule of the, like being called a saint is basically saying, we're pretty sure that they're in heaven. You know right That's i do remember that from
2: the class yeah. yeah
0: technically technically anyone who's in heaven is a saint right but the oh, but, Church, but the saints are like people we're sure of yeah. Yeah, yeah
1: we're like we can we can be pretty sure of it
0: because because the rules are you have to perform two miracles right and so the miracles have to be after your death and it's and, and they happen either like in connection to like Something that you've touched or whatever, right? Has to be some. There has to be like a connection to the person, right? Um, And so, if after the first miracle, there's the, it's they're called blessed, and then after the second miracle, they're a saint. And like the Catholic Church does have like third party, like if it's a medical miracle, they have like third party doctors that are not any sort of religion review, like can we explain this in any other way and all that stuff. Right. And so, and that's, that's something I've asked about before too, is like, what if like there's a miracle and then later on we discover in some sort of science that, Oh, actually this is this and this, and this is the explanation. Right. And so the answer I got back was sort of just like a, well, we can't really take back sainthood. So
2: I just, I glanced at this Wikipedia article Chronological lists of saints and blesseds in the twenty first century, hmm. um, and there are two on this list that I haven't read yet because I'm playing Rocket League. So get back to you. <laughs> if you want to just do one. it now, you're good. Okay. Like,
0: we'll so we cover. have
2: Pope John Paul II, mm-hmm. who died in two thousand five, and then Leonella Scorbati, who was a nu- a nun. Who died in two thousand six? Hmm. And according to this list, that's everyone in the twenty first century who died in the twenty first century.
0: Yeah, that's who died. But Mother Teresa, I think, died. I don't know when she died, but she right. died before twentieth century. And then,
2: if you want to take an off ramp, uh, I have a rant that is completely unrelated to everything else. Oh, sure, go but for that it. I just, I just want, to, and it's not going to lead to a discussion. I just want to say it because. <laughs> I I just want I just want to be angry for a second about like all about right. something that doesn't matter. Just to be clear, this doesn't matter. I'm just gonna rant. be angry for a second. I'm sure you guys are familiar with the acronym STEM: science, technology, engineering, math. Mm-hmm. It's a broad umbrella term for a group of subjects that all share this sort of practicality and. Well, I don't know how. Like, how would you describe math. how all the STEM? Well, math is just one of the letters. Like, how would you describe Ana- how all? Analytical of them... thinking. Sure, yeah, sure.
1: Actually, you bring up a good point trying to describe it because I immediately just think of science, but it's more than yeah, just science. Yeah, like, co-
2: like what connects those things? But I think everyone agrees that like there is something that separates those four yes. things from other disciplines, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And in a lot of places, you see that people are starting to emphasize that the new way of thinking is STEAM, right? Mm. This is science, technology, engineering, art, and techn- uh, and math. math. Their yeah. argument is, you know, well, we should emphasize the STEM fields, but we should also emphasize art. And I completely agree, right? Could not agree more. I love music. I think we should, you know, fund but your beef arts is programs. It in with STEM. Right. So my beef is that STEM as a term is meant to group four subjects that are related and distinguish them from all the other disciplines, right? Mm-hmm. And so adding art is like adding something that doesn't belong and like breaks the the pattern of those fields that you're trying to establish Mm -hmm. it'd be like, all right. So, so we have the acronym LGBT, right. To describe uh, a set of like related communities and it'd be like trying to say, Oh, well we should actually add an S in there for straight people. It's like, no, that you'd be like ruining Mm -hmm. the point of, of that acronym by just Mm -hmm. adding something that's unrelated well, mm-hmm. I
1: would like to just point out, and I don't know if you have an opinion on this, we do have Colleges of Arts and Sciences. Like, that's, that,
0: that also always school, confused there's me. There's the
2: School
1: of Arts and Sciences. and then
0: there's College like, of the, Arts but at and
2: least sciences. No, but at least they're explicit that it's Arts and Sciences. It's not like, si- Like they're not trying to combine science and art into one word. That you know They don't I mean? say the stream school. But they are
1: put together as one school. They're, it's not a, It's not the College of Art and then the College of Science.
2: Right, but that's like a logistical thing. Like, they, if they don't... If it doesn't make sense for them to split up those schools logistically into different schools, right. then you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. a school that has both science and art, right? Yeah, I just wanted to point it out. In
0: my um, uh, elementary school, they had something called Stream, where oh, it was no. science, technology, reading? religion,
1: oh,
2: engineering, <laughs> yeah. art. I was
1: hoping it was that. reading. I could have I accepted
2: <laughs> reading. <laughs> yeah, the no, is, I've like, seen that too.
0: The thing is, like, you can, like, keep, like, just adding subjects until you're, like, the entire everything. Yeah, and then your
1: unifying thing is they're all subjects to study. Yeah. Yeah. Does anybody have an idea where Jesse is? No. On
0: this earth. But I
1: need need to know if he went to church today. (laughs) (laughs) True. Okay, so last night... Uh, the five of us were hanging out. The three of us here now, Jesse, and then Springborn, our fifth host, who is unfortunately unable to join us tonight. Oh my God! We do sincerely hope he will join us in the next episode. Uh, it's the, the five same of us were every time. Out. How do you? The five of us. The five of us were all hanging out. Stop interrupting me, Phil. The five of us were all hanging out, and uh, we were playing Monopoly. We went over to uh, Max's grandparents' house to play some Monopoly. It was a good time. We had a great time. Um, and so, Phil. Uh, what was it? Phil kind of lucked out at the start and landed on a bunch of properties, like, pretty much right away got a Monopoly on the... You're telling the whole story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Got a Monopoly on the brown, started, I got like, brown trucking Town. through
0: everybody. Everybody oh, else wait, wait, wait. was... You have, to, you have to context this by the reason I got Browntown is because I was on Boardwalk. I had just purchased Boardwalk.
1: Oh, I guess this should be included. And
0: then... I needed the other, I needed the Brown Town piece that was two away. What was it? Phil It'll,
1: prayed to his God for Snake Eyes. I
0: so prayed, I was like, I was like, God, please give me Snake Eyes so I can get this Monopoly. And I rolled. And he got it. And I got Snake Eyes.
1: Okay. So, so continuing on, Phil started one. to like take, take over the game a little bit. The rest of us were all lagging behind. And we play with house rules. So the two taxes on the board, income tax and luxury tax, go to the middle. And that's the free parking prize. As Some of you probably play that way. Um, so that's what we were doing, and the the pot had accumulated eight hundred dollars of taxes. So naturally, everybody not named Phil desperately wanted that to try to stay in the game and not get eliminated. And so Jesse, who I believe had just busted out of jail and landed on my orange, was two spaces away and really wanted it so he could start building some houses and get back in the game. And so he gave this like passionate plea to God. He was like, God. I need snake eyes. I need a two here. If you give this to me, I will go to church first thing tomorrow morning. And so we all like watched with, I don't know about you guys. I watched with bated breath as he rolled these dice, these (laughs) dice. He rolled both of them. They landed on top of the pizza box and he got snake eyes and we were stunned. We were all screaming like, this is amazing. Like Max and I were more of a, what a coincidence. And Phil and Jesse were like,
0: he's real. I mean, what more proof do you need that God exists is all I'm saying. Right
1: what are the Um,
2: odds (laughs) so
1: so the three of us are now waiting with jesse hasn't told us but the three of us are waiting because we want to know if jesse actually followed through on his promise and went to church but i theorize i hypothesize here not a theory i hypothesize that he is not here tonight because god struck him down with something preventing him from coming here tonight because he didn't fulfill (laughs) his promise that's what i'm thinking i think Mm -hmm. he didn't go to church today and god has punished him by making sure he couldn't be on the podcast or
2: it could be that uh this is i feel like the first week that no one said anything in the chat about recording and i almost didn't realize that you guys were in i i actually checked to see because there's nothing in the chat so that could also be it maybe he relies in... on the chat phil and i texted
1: in the type 5 chat today
2: about recording tonight
1: yeah well phil's message was incredibly vague like here, let me let me read this well, just so everybody knows. Oh, okay.
2: Said. Oh my God, Phil, your message was so vague. I didn't even realize that's what you were talking about. <laughs> Phil's message said
1: "the state of us," and I thought he was replying to the previous text I had sent about con- countries with listeners of our yeah, podcast. Yeah, I
2: thought he was asking which states were the most common. He was asking about the states of the U.S. <laughs> that's
1: what I thought, and then I thought it was like, "Wait, no, he's asking about the podcast." I
0: thought I thought it was clever because, like, "state of us" sort of is like status. So, like state of
1: us is like which states in the u.s based on the text that i had just sent <laughs> once again you failed to convey context
0: no i thought i'm trying to come up with like new and inventive ways to ask you when we're recording
1: phil you have yet to um, ask when are we recording
0: exactly i don't want to ask that's planned and you you recognized it. you were like phil i right. sat
1: there reading that text for five minutes and i was like what the hell is he trying to ask me
0: <laughs> see the message got across
1: you, it took way too long to get that message across. You could have just asked, what's the status?
2: <laughs> can we call this episode "List State of Us? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we can.
1: Actually,
0: that would be a really good episode title because we could talk about this is, John mentioned, <laughs> this is the last episode in the trial
1: period. It is. This is our last trial episode. And it's very fitting that Jesse's not here for it.
0: So, So I say, what do we think of how the podcast has gone so far?
1: I want to hear Max give his thoughts first because he'll be the most critical.
2: See, yeah, so I sort of envisioned this as us talking about stuff we'd normally talk about just recorded, and sometimes that's happened, but I guess it has become a little more, I don't want to say scripted, but maybe planned is, is the right word. I feel like I would rather it just be like, whatever, and maybe... My idea for the future, I think, if we did something where—and I don't know what you think of this—where we, uh, instead of talking about stuff that was like, "Oh, I think this would be a good podcast topic," I think this would, we just talked about whatever we normally talked about, and then just picked out some interesting bits, and maybe occasionally we include some structure for the like the rest of the podcast to make sense. Well, so
1: I'd like to offer a bit of a rebuttal. Okay. Um. I think you would agree that you care the most about only posting the entertaining stuff. Like, right. I, like, I want it to be entertaining, but, like, I'm okay if I'm the only one that enjoys it. Um, yeah. And I, I feel I like... Have a,
2: I have a higher standard for what makes the cut.
1: Yeah I, yeah, I agree with that. But I feel like the episodes where we were just, like, shooting the shit the most had the least content to use or were some of our less well-performed episodes. Most of our conversations when we, like, hang out casually, stem from whatever we're doing. So, like, we're either talking about Monopoly or Smash for the most part. So, like, I guess the only difference with Rocket League is that we talk about things that aren't related to Rocket League, but mm-hmm. I don't feel like at any point I'm... I feel like like we're having fun conversations for ourselves. I don't. I still don't feel like I'm trying to entertain anyone with it. It's just not a conversation that I would have with you guys if we weren't playing Rocket League.
2: No, I agree. I no, I, I like the Rocket League. Um, I'm just talking about the like, you know, oh, here's a here's a topic sort of thing. Uh, although.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, so like, I although actually, just... I'm not
2: as I say that I'm not opposed to someone just saying, oh, I have a topic that I want to talk. Yeah, because like if, you you, I mean? if
1: you're if your beef is with that, I can just be like, well, what do you guys think of this? Right. Which we right. have done in casual conversation. Or yeah, like exactly. Springborn will be like, so the other day I was doing this, right? It's it's still, I feel like it's a, right. it's a very similar format to how our non-podcast conversations go.
2: Well, okay, mm-hmm. here's a here's a good example. You Remember that one night we, we spent like an hour talking about like our favorite Pokemon games from as kids? And we were like, yeah, this isn't good podcast material, but mm-hmm. it was a fun conversation to have. Yes. Uh, I feel like, I think I was the one that stopped that conversation. And I sort of regret that because I'm like... I would have rather to sort of let it naturally find it something, you know what I mean? Which is interesting, because I was fully okay with leaving more of
1: that in than we did. I, I'm pretty sure after the fact, we like, either you convinced us or I, like, hopped on your stopping it. I was like, we should not include a lot of this. But, like, as we were having the conversation, I was absolutely okay with just letting people listen to us rate Pokemon starters for 45 minutes. Because, like, that's us that's the most us conversation Ooh. i think we've had on the podcast yeah like i'm i'm more i think i'm more okay putting in just like type five conversations than you are even if they're not like high quality podcast discussions
2: yeah okay so i guess it's not about high quality it's just about like who can actually understand and appreciate them like with the okay. pokemon thing you actually have to yeah, have so like played like, like five generations at least of the games too yeah
1: like when you and cool. phil talk about computer science
2: yeah that's i cut a lot of that too you know so we're we're not like uber relatable is right. what you're saying that's and fine. that
1: you sometimes have beef with that which like well i is i wouldn't say beef i would just
2: say i would just say i don't want to i don't want to include those things in the podcast you okay, so you'd
1: pr- you prefer to have like natural type 5 conversations but still be relatable
2: uh that's, okay that's so your uh, ideal i guess my point is i don't care if it's relatable but the stuff that is relatable we include and the stuff that's not we just cut and that's fine okay. if, if okay. we have shorter podcasts
0: i think it's better to like not worry so much about like having an upload schedule because the past couple of weeks it sort of has felt of like, okay, podcast, well, at least for me, like, okay, we're, we're doing the podcast. We have to like come up with topics that are going to be interesting for the podcast sort of thing. I don't, I want it to be more of a like type five getting together for like a game night thing. And that's sort of also why I suggested like the different games Because, like, okay, fine, we might not talk too much, like, outside the game. Or, like, we might not, like, have quick discussions. We might not have, like, longer discussions that would be good for the podcast. But, like, I'd love, like, every week to play, like, a different game with you guys, you know? Like, one one great thing that I think has come out of this podcast has been the fact that I just get to play games with you guys weekly, you know?
2: I, I would just, agree. That's my favorite thing. It's just like it's a scheduled time to hang out with the boys. Yeah. yeah. I will acknowledge, I will
1: concede this point to both of you gentlemen. Um, on these Wednesday nights that we do hang out, I do come in thinking, what are we going to talk about? Mm-hmm. Whereas when we hung out yesterday or Sunday, that thought never occurred to me. Mm-hmm. So the podcast definitely like, weighs on my mind before we start that
2: mm-hmm. it's like
1: we need to say something. Yeah. But I feel like, for me at least, I feel like once we get going, we're good. I'm good at least. Mm -hmm. I also think, specifically for Phil, that if we're able to do this in person, you won't think about the podcast as much. Because for me, I don't know what your setup is, but for me, sitting here alone, I have Discord, Rocket League, and the voice recording on three different screens. So, Mm -hmm. like, I look up from Rocket League and I either see that I'm on call with you guys, which only happens for the podcast and I think about the podcast or I look that I'm recording and I think about the podcast mm-hmm. but like if we did this in person even if it's forget the shitty quality argument for a minute but if we did this in person and I just plug my phone in and start recording for the hangout session that we have and we're all together having a good time I don't think you would notice it as much Phil
0: mm-hmm.
1: you think you think we get Jesse into Minecraft well we did just get him into the discord hey, <laughs> hey. 1.53 a.m. Oh, my
2: God. Jesus Somebody's Chris. a little
1: late. Okay, Hello. Jesse, did you or did you not go to church first thing this morning?
3: First thing and I woke up. Did you really? Eight in the morning, St. Paul's. Hey, he's on top of it. <laughs> Jesse, for
0: context, this is the last episode of the trial period, and so we were going through and talking about thoughts so far on the podcast and thoughts and on the future. where we should go. Yeah. Oh, awesome.
3: Okay.
1: So... Do you feel, so I'll I'll give a quick recap if nobody objects and correct me if I'm wrong, Max and Phil, but we all kind of agree that at various points during these 14 episodes plus a trailer, we all felt at some point that it was more pandering to an audience than just the type five recording a typical hangout. I don't know what you feel about that.
3: I agree. And also I'm, I, I don't have a complaint about that.
1: You're okay with that.
3: Yeah, yeah. and can I, can I get my reasoning? I think, I think that the great thing about the podcast is it kind of invites us outside, just our like habitual language with each other, you know?
1: Yeah, I think, and again, I'm speaking for Max and Phil here, so if I'm wrong, you two mm-hmm. jump in. Yes. Um, but I, I think that for those two in particular, but also me to, a, I think, a lesser extent, um, the last couple of weeks, while still being fun and enjoyable, have also felt a little more chorish or of a responsibility to do the podcast, as opposed to just fucking excited
2: as shit to hang out.
3: Got ya. Sure. And is that matter like, of Would, would the rest got- of
2: you agree with that? Um Yes. Yeah, that's fair, I think. Okay, so can
3: I can I clarify, does that mean like you wouldn't have wanted to play Rocket League on Wednesday night? or is that coming from a place of you wouldn't have wanted to talk about what we talked about when playing rocket league?
2: I think just, the reason, the reason we picked rocket league is because it's one of the few games that we can play and just talk about something completely different. Like if we were playing smash, we would mention this. Yeah. We, we exclusively talk about smash. when We're playing the game. We are like yeah. focused on what is yeah, happening totally. in the game. Mm-hmm. And so rocket league just lets us had like twiddle our thumbs or be busy while we're well, yeah. having well, a we conversation, yeah. right? Because if we're not in person, it, you have to have something to focus on while you're talking. You know what I mean? I feel like for me, I need to distract <laughs> that no, other I part agree. of my brain. I'm you know what you. I mean?
3: Yeah. I really do think that like the podcasts, like at our best, we're natural. And we do, I think there's a difference between, um, talking about things that we wouldn't otherwise talk about and, talking in a way that caters to the audience. Does that make sense? Okay. I think our podcast is at its best when it's doing the first thing and not the second thing.
1: Okay, so you feel then do you feel like we've done that for the most part? Yeah,
3: like I feel like like there are certain conversation topics that I I some I I don't know. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe we would have had those conversation topics anyway even if we weren't recording the podcast. It doesn't feel like
1: we would have to but, me at least.
3: Yeah, there are some conversation topics to me like I feel like we're only possible because we were, knew we were doing a podcast, and I loved those conversations, and I loved listening to those conversations. So but I think, you don't uh,
1: think we were catering for any of them?
3: Like catering? What do you mean?
1: Like you don't think those conversations that you love we were catering to the audience? We were just having conversations that we wouldn't normally have? Yeah,
3: I mean, I don't think it's in a bad way. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think I think it's it's great that we can get together. I, 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 what I hear you saying, John, is there's like this authenticity to our conversation that is compromised when we have the conversation knowing that
2: other people are involved.
1: I think that's a great way to word it. I don't. I want to know how Max feels
2: personally. No, I I agree. I yeah. I think that makes sense. Yeah, I think that's a really good way of wording it.
3: Sure, and and my point to that is just like I don't think about it in terms of like a level of authenticity in the conversation, right? I think about it more as just like a different thing that we do together, and I know that wasn't mm. the purpose, but like. I think that recording like conversations that are kind of meant to be funny or meant to be meaningful is a different activity than just bumming around, playing some video games, talking about whatever the fuck we want to talk about. And hmm. and I'm okay with that. I think both of those things are valuable. And I think, I think having the space for the intentionally meaningful slash funny conversations is good for our friendship and for our listeners.
1: Okay, so now my question for the three of you. Would you prefer to only record sometimes or only record part of each hangout.
2: Well, all right. So here's an idea that I had after listening to Jesse, which is what if we record all the time? Because like you mentioned, John, I think maybe if we do it eventually, we'll just sort of forget that we're doing it. And I think, I think that will happen eventually. And I think that's really beneficial. uh, And as long as we keep in mind that most of it isn't going in, so we don't have that pressure of we have to. stuff that's entertaining right yeah what we can do is we record and then after every night we sort of have like a post-mortem where we we talk about like we talk about like was there anything interesting tonight and if not then just abandon you know what i mean just like forget it but you have to be record you like you have to preemptively record everything if you know what i mean
1: yeah just in case something comes up that's
2: good. but this way it cuts our workload because we could say oh i think this topic was good and then john can cut that bit out and then it doesn't have to. And then maybe we wait until we have enough to make a full episode. I I don't know how long that we could stick with like 40 minutes or something.
1: Yeah. I think at that point we could cut it down to half hour episodes. Mm
2: -hmm. I'm I'm Mm -hmm. okay with even shorter
3: episodes. Yeah. uh, Sure. That's probably.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Or like 20 minutes, whatever we said in the trailer. Sure. Sure. Yeah. 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 But we basically just like accumulate clips that are good until we have X amount of time. Mm -hmm. I put all that together and ship it to max. Yeah. Do you want to, is that our system? Are we going to stick with that? That sounds good. Yeah. Okay, cool. Great. Wait, so here's a question then. Just out of curiosity, if we, like, hypothetically, we only get like five minutes of usable shit each time we record. hmm hmm Does that mean I have to sacrifice the Springborn gag?
3: No.
2: Hmm.
1: Well, like, I don't want to, but I also don't want to have a soundbite every single time we hang out if we're not going to use every single time we hang out as its own episode.
2: Yeah, right? but like, well, I feel like, like we are sort of wrecking the continuity of this anyway, right? Like, if we're this is the end of our trial period, and we're going in a different direction, and so if the direction is instead of having one episode a week, which might be thematically related in some way, we're just going to little snippets of interesting bits. Yeah, more
1: like more like highlights.
2: And yeah. I also
3: think I also think like I'm not tied to snippets either. You know, like if we have a week where we have a a 30 minute conversation. That's awesome. Yeah. Like, like, let's go for it. You know, we're not, I don't think we should tie ourselves down to just say, Oh, we're only going to take the rest. Right. No, just I like, just, if it is five minutes that we want to keep, then we'll just keep five minutes. If It's 50 minutes. We want to keep then We'll take what we've been doing. I think that's, I think, I think, I think
1: Max time. and I are both anticipating that we'll have a lot more five minute clips than 20 minute clips. Sure. And I respect that. Yeah. So, so my, mine's more of like a hypothetical, mm-hmm. For me, worst case scenario where we only end up with like five minute clips, is that does that mean the death of the springborn gag? Because I can work it into a twenty minute conversation.
3: I say, feel it out. We don't have to make that decision now.
1: Okay, so I think we're good then. I just need a countdown to line everything up. Yep. Ready? Yep. Five, four, three, three two, two, one, one
0: and go! Bam. I totally forgot the
1: three. Thanks, Phil. All right, boys. All right. Happy birthday. happy birthday! Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Good to hear from you.
0: All,
3: All right, right. see you guys.